Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get what I want, live in the life. Nobody can touch me. You know I'm a bad girl. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yes, indeed. And I'm going to have a special announcement for you guys on tomorrow night's show, on Friday's show tomorrow. So do stay tuned for that. Stay tuned all throughout tonight as well, 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific Time. We will be live here tonight. We're actually streaming live right now on Facebook Live. We worked the bugs out, baby. And Say what? Yes, sir. We are live on Facebook live streaming there. Lots of great, amazing patriots and people, my family, if you will, out there on Facebook. So catch us on that live stream. Keep those comments rolling. Do feel free to share that live. You can also call in live 888-344-1170. Do you guys see the FBI whistleblowers today? Did you guys get a load of what they did to a two week old, a two week old baby? We're going to be breaking it down tonight. And we're glad to have John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat with us. He's a hard guy to track down at times, but he's former FBI, former intelligence. And so it's really important to have people like that on our show to talk about such things as this, to give true insight and perspective when we see these tremendous heroes come forward like they did today uh, to share the truth at great risk and peril to themselves in order to uphold the Constitution, fulfill their duty to the Constitution, and tell America what's truly going on, only to have them besmirched, attacked, and personally and professionally destroyed. Those topics and more on tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Email me at andreakshow.com. And don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And and by the way, we're going to continue to get into some pop culture because you guys wear Adidas. Who wears Adidas sneakers? Adidas is one of the hot brands right now going around, particularly on women. You women might want to look at the package in the latest Adidas ad. And I'm not talking about the box that the shoes come in. We got to be talking about that and more on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before I go any further, got to bring in my brother. He's a real man. And he knows the definition of a real woman. That's why we're partners every night of the week here. It's DJ Potato Skin. These woke, high IQ, stupid people, they're easy to recognize. They hate George Washington. They hate Thomas Jefferson. They hate... DJ Potato Skin. DJ Potato Skin. Yeah, that's why you got to continue to push back... We'll get into that a little bit later. Go Dodgers. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we've got lots of pop culture to get into. There was so much that happened in these hours-long FBI hearing today. Um, Jim Jordan, I thought, was absolutely masterful. And I've been critical of Jim Jordan at times. But this was, he was absolutely incredible today. And here, and we couldn't pull all the clips and play everything for you guys. And if you paid attention or heard any of this today, um, you might have, have seen or heard some of what we're going to play tonight, but I think Skins did a good job in pulling some clips that might not be the ones most likely played, but are really eye-opening and really important for you guys to understand what happened. Let's start with clip two. We've talked to over two dozen whistleblowers. People have come to us. We've interviewed several of those, and today three of them. Three of those brave whistleblowers 
and the lawyer who represents them will tell us their story. They will tell us what happened, what they saw, and then what happened to them because they were courageous enough to report it to Congress. And I just want to tell you guys, get ready. Get ready, because these guys are going to come after you. Mm -hmm. You know they are. Last hearing we had, last hearing we had, we had two journalists, Democrats, two Democrat journalists sat right where you guys did, and these guys tried to get them to divulge their sources. Someone needs to tell them how the First Amendment works. And oh, while Mr. Taibbi, one of those award-winning journalists sitting right where you're sitting, was testifying, guess what else was happening? The IRS was knocking on his door. So get ready. But I know you're up to the task. Yeah, and up to the task indeed. It was heart-wrenching, emotional at times, as one of the whistleblowers choked back tears It was laughable at times with the Democrats going after these brave patriot heroes. You think you're a patriot because you got a flag on your car or a MAGA hat on your head? Let me tell you, what have you sacrificed? What have you sacrificed because these people sacrifice? And I'm not shaming you. Have I lost a job? Have I been forced to give up a job or make a decision as to whether or not I was going to give up a job? Well, I guess I have in the fact that I made the, I could have gone bigger in my career in media if I'd been willing to go to the left, but that's not sacrifice. That's not sacrifice. Matt Taibbi sacrificed. He was visited by the IRS. And one of the reasons why I like this clip that Skins play before I get into the rest is that I saw Alan Dershowitz this morning, which is indisputably a brilliant man when it comes to being an attorney. But his spin today that the this entire corruption going on at the FBI and the Department of Justice, the deep state, if you will, is only specific to Donald Trump. And that is absolute crap. And we must dispel that notion right here. Okay. Because what happened with Jan 6 and so much of the whistleblowers, these guys were not really here about the Durham report, right? These guys were giving whistleblower testimony on things that related to spies in the Catholic Church, right? Going after parents that were part of, you know, speaking up at school board meetings, right? Those were not, Americans were not Trump. The Americans that were rounded up by Jan 6, one of the whistleblowers today was from Florida, and he was one of the whistleblowers that spoke out because he was he was part of a field office down in Florida that was violating American citizens' constitutional rights with them bringing in SWAT teams, etc., to try to drag Americans out of their homes for federal charges that didn't have anything to do with their offices. It was That was a bunch of crap, right? This is bigger than Trump. This is about what Trump represents. When Trump said, this isn't about me, it's about all of you out there, he meant it. And that's ultimately what this is about. And they will destroy absolutely anybody. They don't care who you are. They don't care if you ever voted Democrat in the past. If you are up against them as an opposition in any way to their future communist Marxist plans in this country, they will flat out destroy you. I don't have enough time to get into all the details of how they went about trying to destroy Special Agent Garrett O'Boyle, but here you can hear a little bit of it. Clip three. If one of your really good friends, your former colleagues, came to you and said, I have this thing that is being covered up, and I think the American people need to know about it, what advice would you give them? I would tell them first to pray about it, long and hard. And I would tell them I could take it to Congress for them, or I could put them in touch with Congress, but I would advise them not to do it. So you would legitimately try to protect one of your colleagues from doing what you have done? 
Absolutely. And how do you think that solves being able to shine light on corruption, weaponization, any kind of misconduct that exists with the American people? It doesn't solve it. But the FBI will crush you. This government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing that are wrong. You know what they did to this man? This man, by the way, I'm not sure if we pulled this clip or not. Uh, But this man uh, served two tours of duty in uh, Afghanistan. He went on to do something else. I can't remember what it was before he became a a special agent. He actually been offered a promotion at one point. Then he was then after he after he decided to blow the whistle, which is a part of the U.S. law, by the way, we have a whistleblower law. And let me tell you, when Eric Chimarello and Colonel Chow Thief Vinman decided to exercise the whistleblower law, nobody retaliated against them, right? What they did to this special agent was they supposedly offered him a new job, a promotion, if you will, to a new office. He and his family sold their house, packed up all their stuff and gave it to the U.S. government to to send to them. They show up, he shows up, and on the first day of his new job, they suspended him and he loses his pay and they've got nothing. They're in Wisconsin, Going into the fall, they don't have, he's got a six-year-old, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a two-week-old, if I have the ages correctly. And they've got nothing, not one piece of personal belonging. He doesn't have his job. They sent him there purposely to crush him, just to do this to him and his children. All because he dared to speak up. If you don't get that what's going on in this country right now is far bigger than Trump and it's about it's about the, the Chinese Communist Party tactics because we're because we're on the road to communism if you don't get that then get out get out of the way because you're an impediment to us saving our country we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about this threat and the greatest threat. I, John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat may disagree with me, but right now I see the greatest threat to the United States of America and to me is my own government. He'll be here to weigh in when we come back. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. There's so many things you can call me. I got called a lot today on Twitter. I'm calling you unfair right now. <laughs> yes, because I was bragging to Skins during the break that I've got me a Mondo. I mean, this thing is larger than the size of my Boo Gator. My Boo oh, Gator. One of my favorite foods. Sweet potato that I cooked up, baked it for an hour till the gut nice and yummy. And I can't wait till I get to get home and dig in on that. Mm-mm. Here to dig in on the FBI. How's that for a segue? Here to dig in on the FBI whistleblowers today. The only person that I thought that I wanted to invite on tonight's show to talk about it is John Guandolo. And he's been on the show many times before. But in case you're new to the show, he is president and founder of Understanding the Threat, the only organization in America providing tools to leaders, police and citizens to identify and dismantle jihadi terrorist and communist networks. In our local communities, he advises governments, U.S. and others on matters related to national security, specifically specifically the threat from global Islamic uh, movement. I could go on longer than that. I mean, he's a you know guest lecturer at the Joint Forces Staff College and at U.S. Army War College. He is a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy. I'm going to be going to the graduation next week. 
I'm super excited, John Guandolo. And he also then went from there, among other things, actually was a part of the FBI, and he joins me now. Hi, John Guandolo. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. And man, do we have a lot to talk about tonight. <laughs> Ooh, we do. I mean, um, let me start with... Was there anything that shocked you? I mean, what what was it? It was back in the late 90s into 2000 that you were at the FBI. Um, was there anything that you heard today that you're like, yeah, that's kind of what's been going on, was going on when I was there, or what shocked you today? No, well, nothing shocked me. I think if anybody has been paying attention, uh, I actually, <clears throat> in preparation for speaking with you, I went back and went through... Uh, some of the old reports and uh, letters and things I'd sent uh, and communicated back after 9-11 and really up and through the time I was in the DOD after I got recruited out of the FBI in 2008. But um, there are are issues uh, in the Bureau and they pop up and they make headlines and uh, rarely are substantive changes made. And I just, I thought an interesting place to start was to tell this quick story to your audience. Okay. And and to you, because I don't think I've shared this with you before. When Mr. Trump got elected during the transition before the inauguration, I got a call from uh, uh, somebody on the transition team working with, with, the, uh, with the White House. And they said, hey, can you give me just like a two pager on the FBI, like just the three or four things that need to be fixed, like the top three or four things. And I said, yep, 10 minutes. I mean, so I put it together and I sent it to him. And within less than 10 minutes, he called me and he said, you've got to be kidding me. Because the three things, and I gave him details, like specific examples and facts, the way the FBI hires people, the way they train people, and the way they promote people is broken. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he he said, that's isn't that the whole game? <laughs> isn't that everything? And I said, yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Uh, you've got a lot of great men and women that go into the FBI. You heard from a few of them today in the uh, in the, uh, you know, in the in the Congress when they were testifying uh, and they're frustrated. Um, and while you do have like everywhere, you've got people that are knuckleheads and whatnot. You know, most of the people that join the FBI, it's a big commitment, and it's quite mm-hmm. a process to actually get in. And uh, most of them are doing it for the right reasons. But, again, the way they hire, the way they promote, and the way they train people is completely broken. So that's why you get guys like um, Andrew McCabe and yeah. others and Peter Strzok at the top of the well, and, and well, so that hasn't changed in 25 years. Well, right. And and that's because it reflects my mother worked at, at uh, various departments uh, throughout uh, a 40 something career for the federal government. And what I saw didn't matter whether she was at labor. It didn't matter. If she was at defense. It didn't matter if she was in interior. She worked at I think she worked everywhere but the State Department. And it was always the same. There was no accountability. She couldn't fire anybody. You know, she was a senior admin chief. She couldn't fire anybody under her, even when she caught people stealing. And I've told this story many times before. There's no accountability in our government. And not only do we not hold people accountable when they even commit crimes, they get promoted. 
They get promoted. Right. And, and and right now, you what one of the things that was so shocking to me today was I knew that we were doing a double standard with our whistleblowers, right? I mean, clearly, we didn't know that we, you know, look how they protected Eric, Ch- Eric Ch- Chimarella, pretending that the whistleblower was Colonel Chalthy Vindman back during the Ukrainian whistleblower. But there's reports today on the same, that these these people, their identities were leaked to the, the media. They've been doxxed. Which, which is astounding, all meant to persecute them. Uh, nobody did to Eric Chimarella or Andrew Venman what was done to Boyle himself, where he was, his whole, him and his family down to his two-week-old baby was left stranded, broke without a dime, all done intentionally. They withheld their home, uh, uh, their furnishings, their household goods, their clothing, all their personal possessions were held hostage. The way that our government is persecuting Americans simply because they speak up, I think would make, and you're the expert on the threats around the world, but to me, I look at this and I go, this is this is a NOCO level stuff. This is Castro Cuba stuff. This is Chinese Communist Party stuff. Am I exaggerating? This is looking a lot like Mao's revolution to me. No, you're not exaggerating. And that's the point I wanted to make. What those people uh, explained today and testified to today is being done intentionally to them for the specific purpose of sending a message to others in the FBI. This is what happens when you speak truth about the corruption. I could, we could spend a week-long show about uh, senior leadership more interested in pocketing you know, petty cash than they are about dealing with al-Qaeda cells uh, inside the United States. I mean, it, but this is what people need to understand. The corruption and the lack of professionalism and the criminal negligent, negligence is putting people at danger. And I want to I want to put a cherry on top of the point you're making in the uh, Durham report. Uh, if people are not aware, the Durham report makes clear of the intentional criminality of senior FBI leadership, including the director, Comey, the deputy director, Andrew McCabe, and the deputy assistant director for counterintelligence, Peter Strzok, and others. But the FBI, on the day the Durham report came out, put out a statement. And in that statement, they said, hey, we, we, long before this thing came out, way back when all this was going on, we took corrective measures. So there's nothing to see here. And this is, I want to read this. And then then respond to this quote, had those reforms, meaning the ones they've already implemented, according to them, been in place in 2016, the missteps identified (laughs) in the report could have been prevented. And whoever wrote this, somebody needs to grab them with your hand around the neck and smash them on the wall and ask them, what are you talking about? A misstep. Mm-hmm. The director of the FBI, the deputy director, the deputy assistant director for counterintelligence intentionally lied to a judge, undermined the constitutional system, broke the law and dealt with foreign nationals in violation of numerous laws. But the biggest is they knowingly filed false information. They ignored false information and they lied to the FISA court intentionally to electronically surveil the president of the United States, his family, and his staff. 
And they knew, and it, it, to me, it goes even worse than that, is that there was a meeting, a powwow, where John Brennan sat down with President Obama and Vice President Joe Biden and, and admitted that this was, that Hillary Clinton had a plan to basically frame Donald J. Trump, the opposition party candidate, involving the intelligence communities. And, and you, when you use the IC, you, you can skirt some of the, um, you know, it, it's easier to illegally surveil. Right. The FISA courts, it's easier to play games and subvert people's constitutional rights with investigations. And in basically this report proved what we've been saying all along, that there was never any probable cause. From the beginning, they all knew that this was a Democrat Party election campaign trick and maneuver to try to uh, stop Trump from winning. And then, according to the Durham report, it was about trying to think how they could stop the inauguration from taking place. This is the real insurrection. And shame on Durham, because he was supposed, he was given a charge to prosecute people, not give us 300 pieces of paper that it is you know, isn't worth being used as toilet tissue. This is an outrage. So I want to I want to comment on that because okay. I think you're bringing up a good point. Here's my perspective on the report, and and bear with me for a moment. Okay. John Durham, if you look at the way the report's put together, remember that he's coming off the acquittal of Mrs. Clinton's attorney and Igor Danchenko, mm-hmm. right? He's coming off that. He's writing this report, putting this report together. <clears throat> I can tell you, guys at that level in the DOJ, even the good ones, and I believe, based on the way he wrote the report, that is a solid report. And, of course, it's shocking that he's not recommending criminal prosecution. And, quite frankly, prosecutions for treason and, and other things. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, it, based on my experience, it's because he doesn't understand how these actions don't just stand alone. This is part of a much, you got to remember James Comey and for your audience admitted in a New York magazine article that he was a communist, not really sure Mm -hmm. where he is today. So he admitted that he still became a FBI director. Republicans and Democrats allowed that to happen with no argument. So this is the system in which John Durham is working, he doesn't understand the broader uh, communist jihadi cabal with their collaborators and financiers and what it, what the bigger effort is to bring down the republic. He His report is looking at this instance mm-hmm. and, and as a professional, and I believe he's a professional, and if you read what he writes, he's, I believe he's trying to get it right. He doesn't. I think he falls short because of what you said, because there's no criminal prosecutorial recommendations. I just had somebody ask me uh, in the last hour, okay, we got this, you know, the oversight committee report. We've got the Durham report, you know, the oversight committee report on Mr. Biden and his family, the Durham report on the FBI. And it is, these are devastating reports because they, it demonstrates the level of corruption in the federal government at the highest levels is catastrophic. I'm not sure it's reversible, but I, I, it is catastrophic. And so someone said, so what do you think is going to happen to the FBI? I said, nothing is going to happen. Who got fired in the U.S. government for 9-11? Who got fired? Nobody did. Mm-hmm. 
I Lois Lerner didn't get on the table. Yeah, so. right. And you know what? Lois Lerner didn't get fired from the IRS either. That's and we and this, the, the weaponization of the U.S. government has been going on since long before Trump. I don't know if you heard, but Alan Dershowitz came out today and said that this was all specific. And he he's looking at it like Durham, right? That this is just specific to Trump. And this is just like a one off and not able to connect the dots. If you can't connect the dots, in my opinion, to the bigger picture, I don't think you have any business in being involved in the picture because I, I because, you know, you, you're not a critical thinker or you're just not wanting to see the dots being connected uh and of course the left is trying to it's not just the fbi it's the party with which they they represent um that's uh trying to trying to say here i want to play this quick clip for the listeners from hakeem jeffries and how he's trying to spin the durham report and get your reaction john guandolo clip seven um do you have a reaction to the durham report and uh do you believe are you concerned that this could cause a lack of trust in the fbi moving forward well, I haven't had the opportunity to closely review the Durham report, but as far as I can tell, um, this is another example, generally, of right-wing conservatives in terms of their reaction to it, uh, trying to make a mountain out of a molehill. And this is what the extreme MAGA Republicans on the Judiciary Committee and on the oversight committee have been doing throughout the year. So John Guandolo, as an expert and from understanding the threat, are we making a mountain out of a molehill about the threat here from the FBI? Of course not. I think if you look at the evidence and the facts, uh, he's lying. He knows he's lying and he's lying for a purpose. And that I think people must, I strongly encourage them, people should begin to digest uh, use, you know, when you talk about like Cuba and Stalinist, I agree. The tactics we're seeing, they're Stalinist tactics. They are openly diminishing absolute truth. They accuse the opposition of what they themselves are doing. And if you say you're going to speak truth or you want to stand up for what's right and just, they threaten to kill you, mm-hmm. to go to a Supreme Court justice's house and burn it down. They're threatening to kill Christian patriots right now because the president of the United States and the attorney general have said that Christian patriots, the MAGA movement, they're the greatest threat in American history. Mm -hmm. So until people wrap their heads around, this is real and this is happening and it's happening in real time. And the FBI knows these people, when, when secretary Mayorkas or some other leader within the current administration before Congress, they know they just have to weather the storm, walk out, and they don't stop doing anything they're doing. No, and in fact, I'm glad you brought up Mayorkas while I've got another minute or so left with you because um, the there's reports that a record number of Chinese nationals are showing up at U.S. borders. Um, this is This is, we are literally being invaded. The invaders coming across our border are not just a bunch of good-hearted people that are struggling and are fleeing with the hair on fire from political persecution or just a bunch of, you know, poor people wanting to pick strawberries. We've got the worst of the worst coming across our border, and that includes the Chinese Communist Party, yes? I, I absolutely agree. And here's the key. Mr. Mayorkas knows that's going on. He wants that to go on. This is this is beyond mere treason. This He is, he is a part of that network that is waging war against the United States that he knows, here's the key, 
they could not do this if the Republican leadership did their job. Right. And they're not. And Remember, that includes, excuse me for interrupting, because I'm short on time, that includes Governor Abbott, who made this big thing about sending the National Guard and not one illegal was repelled by them. And then he gets right. all this press and he's like this tough guy. And then he puts them on buses. Governor Abbott could have sealed that border years ago. That's right. And so all of this, is it's, it's showmanship, but it's worse than that because the communists, the jihadi networks, what's going on at the border, the other significant uh Security concerns like uh, being more worried about transgender people in the CIA, FBI, and the Department of Defense than actually protecting and defending uh, the American citizens and our way of life. That's intentional. It's mm-hmm. intentional. And that's the part. And Hakeem Jeffries is right in the middle of it. Yeah. And, but they couldn't do what they're doing without the Republican leadership giving them support to do it. Remember, it's the it's the non-barking dog that is the friend of the thief who's in your house and the non-barking dog, the Republicans, they have to agree and be trained to do that. And they are. And they're willingly participating in this. Yep. So ask yourself, why didn't Jim Jordan? He's he's got the gavel. Why didn't he shut some of this crap down today from the Democrats? Good Just point. ask yourself these questions. And how many times Yes, yeah, my good friend from over here. My good friend from over here. And it, yeah, unfortunately, we're out of time, John Guandolo. Thank you for being here tonight on Last Minute Notice, Same Day Booking. I appreciate it. Tell everybody how they can uh, get a hold of your organization. Please go to understandingthethreat.com and the training program you talked about in the beginning, our two-day into action for citizens. I encourage you to bring it to your town. We're the only ones in America doing it. That's why patriots like Mike Flynn are behind us and supporting us. Understandingthethreat.com. Bring the Into Action training program to your community. Thanks again. Um, It's always wonderful being on your show with you. Thanks so much. Take good care. All right. Now you guys stay tuned because we got more to talk about on the other side of the Andrea K. Show. We actually have some good news to report because you know what? Uh, uh, American patriots and conservatives and Christians pushed back and got some success. And we're going to share that with you a little bit later on in the show. So don't go away. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. <laughs> I was just checking Twitter. There's too many people out there, Skins, that should not walk with a pair of scissors because they're just really not smart enough to be walking around in society. I just got to say that. Still thinking about my sweet potato uh, uh, I got at home ready for me to come home Stop. and eat. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, speaking of walking with scissors, I don't know if how do I segue from that to talking about my peeps at Iron Mountain? How about you just go walk into Iron Mountain and get yourself some great gear? I know that it's springtime. It's time to refresh that spring wardrobe. It's time to update your wardrobe. It's it's just we're always in need of new gear. And Iron Mountain Outfitters has the best spring and summer gear, best year-round gear that you can find anywhere. I'm still having to wear my shirt since it's May Gray, my Sherpa-lined hoodie, which I still get amazing compliments on every time I wear it. People ask me where I got it from because not only is it functional and super, it's Carhartt, so it's amazing quality. You get the 
Carhartt makes the best stuff. They have she has the best selections at Iron Mountain Outfitters of Carhartt pants, shirts. They've got um, sun protective sleeves. They've got everything you need if you're a working person, but if you just like the look of the working gear at the, at the best possible prices, all kinds of accessories from Anza homemade knives out there, luggage, etc. 8493 La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the Stanny Bear outside. And don't forget to also look for Dapper Dan. Next to Gator, Dapper Dan is like the coolest dog anywhere. He's so cute. I'd never seen a pointer before, that breed. Yeah, pointers are gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. And he's so sweet. Oh, my God. I like large breed. A lot of people don't think that because I, I love Gator and I've got a little dog that I don't like large breed. I love large breed. I love every kind of breed of dog. I used to like large breed. Although, I'm sure Dapper Dan is great. But after having uh, little Pete, yeah, it, it's well, all small dog all the time. Yeah, Pete's a cutie. He's a cutie patootie, that's for sure. All right, can we have some fun? At, at, at Okay, there were some lighthearted moments at this FBI whistleblower hearing today. And I always, anytime anybody reminds me of my cousin Vinny, it just, that's That great. movie comes up a lot on the show. <laughs> because we're dealing with the Democrat Party. Okay, I'm going to play this this skit. Uh, skit, see? That's my, my slip is showing, my 40 and slip. We're going to play this clip, and you tell me if this this doesn't remind you of a certain scene in my cousin Vinny. This is a Democrat today trying to grill one of the whistleblowers. And let's just say her witness, her witness uh, cross-examination kind of was a hashtag fail. Clip 10. I pray that all members consider the information. No, I wrong clip. Tele- Sorry, I gave you the wrong. I gave you the wrong clip number. Oh, clip four. Thank you, Mr. Allen. Have you ever used Twitter? Yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A97050645? That is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, That is not my account, ma'am. You haven't let me finish the question, sir. the football player. You haven't let me finish the question. (laughs) The football player. And the time is mine. On December 5th, 2022, an account under the name of Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, quote, Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th, retweet if you agree, end quote. Do you agree with that statement? Yes or no? That that is I don't no ma'am that's not my account at all I have I'm no asking idea. whether you agree with that statement yes or no Can you please rephrase the statement? Yeah. The Do you think I'm the that lady has expired staged January 6th I just want him to answer He'll answer, the last he'll answer. Yeah he'll answer I'm just telling you your time's up Do you believe that Nancy Pelosi do you agree with the statement that this person tweeted that Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th Yes I, or I no No Thank you. What does it matter? It's not even his account. Thank you. I yield back my time. Like she really got him. This is so the scene for my cousin Vinny. When um, the the cousins have hired two attorneys, my my cousin Vinny and the and the uh, defense attorney that the state give. designated to him right appointed and he's up there trying to interrogate the witness over the glasses right i see you've got your prescription i wear with you is that correct uh yes um now were you wearing your eyewear when you saw the suspects 
the defendants enter the sack of suds. Now, that was actually a lot smarter than her line of questioning. <laughs> when they entered the sack of suds, and he's like, no, aha, he says, you are not wearing your prescription necessary eyeglasses when the defendants entered the sack of suds. And why not? They're reading glasses. It's such a great movie. Uh-huh. I got nothing else for you. You know, you and I don't agree on entertainment a whole lot, but uh, yeah, hands down, that's that's some pretty funny stuff. I love that movie. She, and this is straight out of my cousin Vinny. She just continues. She thinks she's got the smoking gun on this guy, right? She's I'm got nothing. She's got the wrong account. But did you agree with this? And he's just, and you could see, bless his heart. He's like, what is like. He looks dumbfounded. He's like, because he's like, she's continuing after he's already told her it's not my account. This is crazy. I, I, I think the entire audience should have started, you know. Um, I would have laughed out loud. I would have laughed out loud. I would have called for, what was it, what, Judge Howler? Was that his name? I would have, I would have said, is Judge Howler present, please? <laughs> Can he bang the gavel on this fool? Lunatic is badgering the witness. Can, can somebody? Oh, my gosh. It's, this was bone deep, down to the marrow. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it was. On a serious tip, though, we ran out of time with John Guandolo. I should have had him on for the whole hour. Um we just didn't have time to get into it. And I wasn't quite sure that the audio of this, I didn't even mention it to Skins, because I wasn't sure the audio of this was going to really play. You kind of needed to see it. There was two FBI agents caught on a ring camera showing up at the home. And this this is continuing the fact that none of this was about these FBI whistleblowers. Uh, it was not about specific to Trump. Um. Case in point, as Alan Dershowitz put forth today on Newsmax, and he should have been busted, and they didn't call him out for it. Nobody challenged him on that. It's like, oh, it's Alan Dershowitz. I don't give a crap, right? Alan Dershowitz is still a liberal. When it comes to what the Constitution says, he's pretty straight on when it comes to what the law says, right, and what the Constitution says. And for that, he's brilliant. But when it comes to the analysis of it, he's not. How can you know that this is really about us and the average American? Two FBI agents agents showed up at a woman's home today because she was a member of a pro-life group. And the woman's mother, she wasn't home. The woman's mother was there babysitting, I think it was. And the, the, and the agents are there trying to, well, do you have the address of where she is? Oh, she's not in trouble. We just, you know, we just want to, you know, talk to her. And the mom's like, well, I may or whatever. And, and I can't really hear everything that the mom says, but the mom gets the daughter on the phone on speaker. With the FBI agents there, and she's like, oh, hi, honey, uh, uh, FBI agents are at the door. And she's like, FBI agents, don't tell them anything. Uh, oops. Um, and then, th- then she hangs up, oh, I just don't know what to do. Let me tell you what to do. I don't speak to or answer any questions of anybody at any level related to law enforcement of our government. If the FBI comes to your door, you don't answer the door. If they, unless they have a search warrant, first of all, I don't open the door to anybody. If I look out through my peephole and I don't recognize the face of that person, I do not answer the door. Even, and if somebody was to say to me, answer the door, you know, I know you're in there, FBI, I'm still not going to answer the door. And they can hang out and they can hang out and they can hang out. 
And if they refuse to leave, I'll say, show me, show me your, it's kind of like the sheriff from Washington State who said, if somebody, if they show up, you ask them, if they demand anything, you ask them to show you their search warrant. And if they don't have it, you tell them that they're trespassing and to get off your property and you don't answer a question and you certainly don't give your daughter's location to an FBI agent. I shouldn't be angry at the mom, but don't you think that we should have a little bit more common sense? Her daughter's a member of of a political group. We got a witch hunt going on in this country that's far bigger than Donald J. Trump. That's what's going on. And 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 it's all of this is meant we're going to take a break. We come back and, and, and I think we'll wrap it up in terms of what what all of this is ultimately meant to do before we then move into our second hour. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Last night we reported about the Christian school in Tennessee who filed a motion to try to stop the manifesto from being released out of fear. We can't be, and I said that we as Christians and conservatives, we cannot cow to fear. These brave heroes from the FBI today risked their lives and gave up their livelihood. I didn't even have a chance to play the clip from Steve Friend out of Florida who said, I gave up my dream job at a service to this country so that Americans could know what was happening. We cannot cower in fear. We've got to use our voices. And that's what they want. That was what the why, as Jim Jordan talked about today, was he said, that, you know, why do you know why they're doing this? Do you know what the motivation is? They're, they're wanting to persecute you and punish you so that no other whistleblower will be willing to come forward. We played the clip earlier when, when somebody asked him, if you if you could do this again, would you? Would you tell anybody else to do this? And he said no, and that's exactly what they want. We've got to speak up and use our voices. And you know what? When we do, it works, right, Skins? Let's talk about the L.A. Dodgers. Um, Skins found the article today, last night. We also reported on the fact that the L.A. Dodgers were going to do as part of their Pride Night, they were going to give some community service award um, to these, um, this blasphemous drag group that, that compare themselves to nuns, the sisters of the perpetual, uh, whatever. And basically out of, um, the backlash, um, that they've received, evidently they've reconsidered doing this. A lot of backlash from the Catholic community. Yeah. A lot of backlash. And so it seems as though um, we'll see if they end up doing it. But from all reports, they have every report I read says they've canceled it. Yeah. So we'll see if they try to if they try to reschedule it. Um, but it just, you know, um, it, it's it's like John Guandolo said, you know, it's the dog that doesn't bark. That's the threat. Right. Because it lets the bad guys in. We've got to bark. We've got to use our voices. We are actually in the majority. They just want to scare us into thinking that thinking that we're not. And they want to use the U.S. government to be an instrument of fear. Stay tuned. We've got another hour on its way coming up next. We've got Kim Yader who's going to be here to share with you an event.